Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jesse Duplantis. And I'm Kathy Duplantis. And, and together, yes, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. What a blessing <laughs> of God it is. We got a sermon that you're going to really enjoy yes. entitled The Gift that Jesus gave to his father. Uh -huh. You know, Jesus is a giver. Praise oh, God, hallelujah. Right. And you are a gift that Jesus gave to his dad. That's you right. are Jesus's gift. Yes. You are the very desire of God the Father's heart. Yeah, that makes yeah. me so happy oh, when I think does. about that. And the fact that we're spreading the joy of Jesus all over the world today because of Christmas. The joy of the Lord is our strength. So let's go into this wonderful message, the gift that Jesus gave to his father and remember, it's us. So watch this. Be blessed, my Lord. Shout. You are a good gift. Today, I, I was, uh, well, like, actually last week I was thinking about it, and the Lord said, I want you to preach that December partner letter. Yes. Now, when the Lord tells me to do something, I'm going to do what he said. But I can't do it unless I'm dressed properly. So, just watch what's going to happen here. Make me look good there, Christine. I need all the help I can get. Yeah. You think I'm a window patchet? <laughs> uh, fix it. Do it right. This is uh, Kathy's sister, Christine. Hallelujah. Thank you. Well, why are you doing this? I'm a gift. I want to talk about the gift that Jesus gave to his father. In the Ian, Ian times of the past, when God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost were in solitude because there was nothing but them. The father had a thought. He had started creating angels and seraphims and cherubims and archangels and the wheel within the wheel and the wonderful, wonderful things that he did. He created this place called heaven. I call it planet heaven, where the throne would be in the center. Paradise would be around the throne. The new Jerusalem would be actually around the throne in paradise around the new Jerusalem. But God is such a God of love because he created many, many servants. He decided to make us so they had a business meeting. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. And the Father said, I'm going to create a species called man. I'm going to create him in our image and in our likeness. And I'm going to give him the same dominion that I have. So he could act like me, talk like me, smell like me, be like me. And I'm not going to make him a servant, but he will serve. I'm going to make him sons and daughters. I'm putting them in the family. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost, and you. See, as a family. But something's going to happen because I want to give them something called free will. I want to know if they'll really love me. And you don't really know that unless someone has the ability to reject you. See, they have to freely love you. 
And as the meeting was going on, the Father revealed to the Son, Jesus, and to the Holy Spirit, the appearance of who God is. He said, they're going to mess up. They're going to sin. And you know, Jesus, I can't touch sin. Sins can never be a part of me. And the Holy Spirit spoke up and said, neither can I. But I love these people because they are the gift of my heart. And Jesus took over the meeting and said, Lord, send me. I will die for these people because you see, redemption was not an idle thought. It was before the foundations of the earth. And I will bring them to you because for all eternity upon eternities, I just been waiting to give you something, Father. And I just found out what it is. You sent me for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. But I'm going to turn this thing around and I'm going to give every person back to you as my gift to you for being my father. So when you get born again, you are a baby Christian. And Jesus takes you upstairs and says, Father, what do you think? Do you like them? Do you like them? And Father says, wow, they look just like you, Jesus. Well, you made us, them in the, our image and our likeness. I want to talk about the gift that Jesus gave. You are the gift. So when someone tells you you're not worthy, put on your bow. Amen. Put on your sash and say, I'm the righteousness of God. I'm the gift that Jesus gave to his father. And they still proclaiming it across the universe of universes. Now we know there's possibly multiple universes. And yet God Almighty flung them with his hands, the galaxies, the stars, the moons, but he kept us. And he gave a message called the gospel of grace to the apostle Paul. And he said, through this grace, they'll all come to the knowledge of who I am because I don't lose, lose gifts, but I want to wrap them real well. I want them to be blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in and blessed going out. I want them to understand the Genesis plan, to be fruitful, to multiply, to replenish, and to subdue. I want them to understand the power of dominion. And I'll give them something they never thought they could have, which is Christ in them, the hope of glory. In other words, not on them or around them like I did with the angels but I'm gonna put my name in them. And all heaven shouted, because you see his name is in us. Christ in us, the hope of glory. That's why it's called, uh, we call Christians or Christmas. So if you're taking notes, write this down. We are the desire of God's heart because we are Jesus's gift. Think about that. Next time you look in the mirror and you don't like the way you look, look through the eyes of Christ because Jesus has never given his father a bad gift. You see, because you're completely covered with that grace of God that's on you. 
and all that you've ever done has been washed away by the blood of the lamb. And this all happened before mankind was created. A lamb led to the slaughter before the foundations of the earth. That's Revelation 13, verse 8. So when you understand, then you'll understand the book of Isaiah, chapter 9. I want to read verse 6. For unto us, Isaiah 9, verse 6. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulders. And his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Yet the book of Ephesians, chapter 5, verse 1 says, Be ye therefore imitators of God as dear children. So when I look at Isaiah 9, 6, where is the government now? It's on us. The government of the world is on mankind. And because we're made in God's image and in God's likeness, you can call us wonderful. Yes. Counselor. Yes. Mighty God, Christ in us. The everlasting Father. Woo! The Prince of Peace. That's what it means to be the gift that Jesus gave to you. So when you are a gift of God, it gives you the ability to act like God. People get irritated when we act like God. But if we don't, then we're acting like somebody else. You see what I'm saying? Be you therefore imitators of God as dear children. So when you understand that, that's why I live here on earth like I'd be in heaven. I truly am living the Our Father prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done where? As it is where? So when you go to heaven, are there, is there any debt? Is there any jealousy? Is there any envy? Is there any strife? Is there any age? Oh, Jesus. So how come I cannot live here? Because I am a gift that Jesus gave to his father. Like when I get there physically. You see what I'm saying? That's what it means to be an imitator of God. Jesus did not come so we could know about the Father. Jesus came that we might know the Father. You see, my daughter Jody doesn't know about me. She knows me. The Father God doesn't know about me. He knows me. And I don't know about him. I know him. And since I know in whom I have believed, I'm persuaded that I am a gift of God to the Father. My Lord, maybe I ought to preach more partners. <laughs> when you understand as a gift of God, you must be love in action, joy in action, peace in action. That's what the Christmas spirit is. Love in action, joy in action, Peace and action. I'm not telling you to write these things down. If you'd have been a partner, you'd, you'd have got the letter. See, that's the Christmas spirit. If you notice, people are a lot nicer around the Christmas. You see them walking around them all before they would just walk by one and they just look at you and smile. Merry Christmas. Some don't really know what they're saying. They'll say, happy holiday. This is more than a holiday. This is a living reality. 
So it's amazing how people totally react. Why? Because that's love in action. That's joy in action. That's peace in action. That's acting like God because you are God's gift that Jesus gave to him. See, we must follow the word as this, as this gift, not, not misguided opinions of it. We must follow the word as this gift, not misguided opinions of people who don't know the word or accept the word or obey the word. You see, people that are against prosperity don't know the word. Don't shout me down. Because what are you going to do when you get to heaven and you're going to have to go in a mansion? Oh, my God. Where's my trailer? The FEMA people will be able to be in heaven, but not FEMA trailers. Because in my father's house. Yes. Do you see what I'm saying? See, so people have misguided opinions about the word when they should be believing the word, but they don't. Obeying the word, but they don't. My God. Or accepting the word. So Jesus said, by his stripes you were healed. But I am sick. I'm not denying that you're sick. I'm not denying that you feel bad. What I'm denying is it's right to affect me. Now, if you want to go to heaven, you can die healthy. Because death and life is in the power of the tongue. Or you might want to hang around for the rapture. Because did Jesus say in St. John 14, verses 12, 13, and 14, where he says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater than these shall he do, because I go to my Father. And then he said, Whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. And then that wonderful last verse, If you shall ask anything in my name, is the rapture a thing? Is the rapture a journey? I will do it. Not hoping it's going to work and maybe so and shoot the dice. That's the gospel casino. That's where church has learned its misguided opinions. Think about that for a minute. Every day should be a celebration of Jesus in our life. People get mad at me because I have joy in action. What are you doing celebrating me? The gift that Jesus gave his father. Kathy gave me a wonderful gift. Her name was Jody. That's the best gift I ever got in my life physically here was my daughter Jody. Then Jody acted just like her mama (laughs) and gave me another gift. A grandchild. And you can't tell me Jody's not my gift. You can't tell me that Meredith is not my gift. And you can't tell me I am not the gift to the Father given by Jesus Christ himself. Do you see that? So think about that for a minute. Every day should be a celebration of Jesus in our life. You see, your mindset should always be to keep the faith. That is making the will of the Father our priority. 
See, the reason why I do what I do is I keep the faith. I could not operate this ministry, Glenn, unless I kept the faith. We spend too much money every day. The millions and millions and millions of dollars that goes through this ministry. Not million. Not five million. Not 10 million. Not 15 million. Not 20 million. I'm talking millions and millions of dollars going out to preach this gospel. And watch this. This gift is free. That's why I don't charge when I go preach the gospel. I will receive an offering because people want to give, but it's not to meet my, the expenses. I do that myself because, see, it's a gift. I mean, wouldn't it be kind of odd if someone walked up to y'all and said, I want to give you a gift, and uh, it's $139, so can you? Uh... <laughs> yeah, but how are you going to make a living? By giving. Your job, all your job does is help you sow seed. That's it. When you make a living, you know, because you're living in an economic world, but when you make a giving, God will pay you more than anyone can ever pay you. And he'll do it if you don't quit, if you don't take your bow off. So I'm not worthy, Lord. I ain't worthy, Lord. I ain't worth it. You just unwrapped your bow. My God. You let the devil tear up your wrapping. Mm, mm, mm. See, your mindset should always be to keep the faith. That is making the will of the Father our priority. That's why Paul said, I fought a good fight. I finished my course. And I kept the faith. Now he's walking to a chopping block. That don't make no difference to him because he says later on, I, I, I'm going to receive a crown of righteousness. Well, you can't have a crown if you don't have a head. They couldn't take the head that he had. Now watch this, the head physically that they cut off, that's coming back too. Poor Satan messed up royally when he crucified Jesus. He even said it with his own words, if I'd have known, I'd have never crucified. He never thought that Jesus would make us a gift to the Father. Mm. Since we are the gift Jesus gave to his Father, our connections to God has all the answers and everything we need to make all things right. You know, when Jesus made us a gift to the Father, he gave us a spiritual connection. That's right. We actually have a connection with God Think Almighty. Think about that. Come boldly to the throne of grace. That's as good as it gets uh -huh. because, you see, we are the we have the DNA of God the I Father in our lives. So good. Isn't that a blessing of the Lord? Think about that. When you are a gift of God, it gives you the ability to act like God. Now, people get mad when we say that. Yes, you can act like God yeah. because you're his child. He's, the word calls us to be imitators That's of Christ it. as dear children. That's right. And not as a dear adult. We're <laughs> not God's adults. We're God's children. When you know you are Jesus' gift, you act differently. Mm -hmm. Why? Because you see, Jesus always gives good gifts. That's right. So we are a rarity. Mm. We really are. I'm not saying that we're better than anybody else, but we are a rarity because we have Christ in us the hope of glory. So when you look into the mirror, see the gift from Jesus instead of saying, boy, I tell you what, I'm getting old or, or I'm fat or I'm scared. No, no. You a gift that Jesus presented to his heavenly yeah, father. Yeah, you know, Jesse, when you give someone a gift, 
you want them to take the time to look at it and appreciate it That's and right. show you that it really is upsets you when you, someone gives you a gift and you, when you give someone a gift and they just toss it aside. That's right. That's true. So we need to value the gift that God has oh, made in amen. us. Recognize it because we're, it's because of Jesus that we're See, yeah. here. That's why I wore that boat <laughs> in the sermon <laughs> that I'm a gift he of the Lord. everybody when you came I know, out with I that came boat. Out, they didn't, nobody knew I was going to do that in the TV or the church. I said, get me, a, get me a big red boat. And I did it. And the reason for it, because we are a gift. And we were, Jesus knew us, actually the Father knew us before we were formed in, the, in our mother's womb. And he sees us as Ooh. precious. And we need yes. to see ourselves that way. Do you oh. see me as precious? I do. Praise God. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got to get it when I can. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so many believers don't realize that they're Jesus' gifts. You always hear people saying, I, I, you know, I'm not much of nothing. Let me tell you something. Out of 7.8 billion people, God chose you. That's pretty good. That's good. And, you know, if we spend time thinking about God and talking to him, he's going to always tell us good things. He's going to always be an encourager and helper. Even if we're messing up, he'll say it in a loving, kind way to Amen. lead us and guide us into all truth. That's what it's all about. So I want to pray for you right now. Father, in Jesus' yes, name, Lord. I ask you to bless people during this holiday season. God, I'm going to keep my eyes open so I can just look at yes, them. Father, I ask you to minister to them spiritually, physically, and financially, yes. every area of their life. And let them know, Lord, that you think good of them, that you find no Thank fault in them. That's Father, right. I thank you for it. I believe you for it. Yes. And I call it done in the mighty name of Jesus. So next time you look at yourself, which is right now, <laughs> just say, wait a minute, man. Jesus must have thought I was something that he would give me to his father. Yeah. You know, when you want to give something to your parents, you want to give them something nice. That's right. It just, it just works that way. Mm -hmm. You know, in fact, when we, when we open up gifts at our house, my daughter, Jody, we have one daughter, one granddaughter, and one son-in-law, praise <laughs> God. And to make a long story short, Jody's just always trying to make us as happy as, as, the, as she can, you know. Mm -hmm. And what it is, it's really not the gift she's giving it. It it's, is her yeah. and the family. Yeah. Stay right there. Me and Kathy will be back in just a minute to speak another word. Remember, you are Jesus's gift. Did you know angels are real and many of them are here today? God's Word is full of supernatural experiences by people just like you and me. My new book, The Hidden Help, I share a few of those biblical stories and some of my own personal experiences with angelic beings. Remember, this world isn't all there is. You are unique in God's creation and The Hidden Help is always here for you. Order your copy today at jdm.org. You know, Kathy, I'm so excited about our product offer for January. Oh, yes. It's our new book entitled The Hidden Help. Angels are really real. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to get this. This will shake you to your shoes. Order your copy at jdm.org. I'm telling you, it will minister. I, I've been wanting to write this for a long time. I have personal experiences in this book that will minister life to you, plus great teaching concerning angels you'll be blessed by. Amen. So get it today at jdm.org. 
dot org. I think it would make a great Christmas gift. Too. Oh well, Christmas is here this week, but you can always give it late. <laughs> That's right. You give it late. Praise God. Well, I get a Better lot of late gifts. Of, yeah. yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Give it to yourself. Yeah. Hey, well, just give it to myself. So I hope you can get it today. You'll be blessed by it. Yeah. God is so good and gracious. Ladies and gentlemen, I thank you for all the our partners, Kathy. Without their faithful financial support, we couldn't do what we do. Yes. Over 46 years of preaching this gospel, me and this woman, and guess what? Never had a financial deficit. That's right. That is unheard of. God is so faithful. I mean, he is more than faithful. And, and, and think about it, but he uses you. See, people say, why don't God rain money out the sky? He'd be a counterfeiter. You understand? So you can't do that. Yeah. See, so what you do is you sow your seed and you believe God for your harvest. We call it the H factor. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah, we're a team. People all over the world joining with us, Amen. helping us reach people, change lives one soul at a time. Well, you know, God's not looking for brilliant individualists. He's looking for a team. We're a team. And when you're a good team, if you're a good football team, I don't care how great your quarterback is. If that front four does not protect that quarterback, he ain't going to be in the NFL more than a year or two. They'll break him to pieces. So everybody has to be in one mind and one accord. Yes. i never forget, I was talking to a good friend of mine who was an NFL player, and I said, every play that y'all play is designed to make a touchdown. Yes. And I said, why isn't it? He said, because some team member didn't do their job mm. along the journey to the goalpost. <laughs> Think about right. that. So partners, you with us, and we're going through the goalpost, glory to God, <laughs> and we're making touchdowns for Jesus yes, Christ. Amen. And that's what it's all about. I want to say once again, Merry Christmas to each and every one of you. And I want to pray for our partners right now, yes, Kathy, if I can. Amen. Father, in Jesus' Thank name, you, I decree the hundredfold the hundredfold for every partner that's yes, watching Lord, today. Thank you for them. Lord, they've been so courteous and kind all these years. Yes. I trust them. You thank trust you, them. We both trust you. Lord, we decree and declare today and thank, thank you. you for our glorious partners yes, in Lord. Jesus' name. Jesus Amen. name. Amen. You know, we have so many different projects going on. And you know what? People say, but Jesse, when are you going to slow down? I guess when God stops giving me projects, but he just, and your project, we're always doing something. We are reaching people, changing lives, that's one right. soul at a time. And that's what it's all about. So I want to wish everybody Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. I mean, every day is a great day when yes. you're born Amen. again and you know Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Do you agree with that, Kathy? I do. You know, we love you so much and we're looking forward to seeing you every week here on the broadcast. Amen. We're praying that God is using this broadcast to help you Amen. and you're helping us reach people all over the world. And we're so thankful. And one day me and her are going to come to your house. May not be able to do it here on the earth, but when we get to heaven, we're going over there. Praise God. I want to know, I want to meet every partner of mine that ever believed Amen. in us. I want to do that. And I wish I could do it's that. It's going to be a physically. great reunion. A oh, great it'll time. Be, it's going to be a marvelous time. But until time. then, yes. we're right so, here on the broadcast. Right here on the broadcast. Keep watching this. And partners, thank you again for your faithful donation to this ministry. Until next week, this is Jesse and Kathy, the plan saying we love you and you will never be a day without prayer. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jesse DePlanis. In my January partner offer, I dive into the story of Noah and how it relates to today's world. I will show you how to feed on the power of Christ and not on carnal security in the midst of the end times. It's one message that you don't want to miss. Order your copy today at jdm.org. The title of it is The Frustration of the End Times. Do it today now. I believe that God has placed within each one of us a deep desire to live a better life. Whether it's a life free from pain, fear, or lack of any kind, God wants to bring that to pass for you. In my book, You Are Designed for Glorious Living, you'll discover how to achieve the better life God has for you. You know, long before you took your first breath, God had designs on you 
for glorious living. You are designed for glorious living. Available at JDM.org. Just trying to please themselves in any way, shape, or form. That is a sign of the days of Noah. Jesus is coming, ladies and gentlemen, and sooner than you think. People don't hardly talk about God. You hear about that? They don't want to talk about anything of that nature. They always talk about frustration, mad about this, mad about that.